exalt you and lift you up and study your word. Mm -hmm. We pray that you make us alive to us. The Bible, it is alive. Yeah, we pray that amen. We will receive it mm -hmm. just as you have said in your words. Mm. Lord, we uh, just thank you for giving us an opportunity to, mm. to have freedom to do this. Amen. We ask that you would expand our love for the brethren and we get Show our love for you by the way we love our brothers. Mm -hmm. Lord, help us not to be easily offended or to take uh, note of any wrong. Mm -hmm. And uh, help us to be like Christ. Yes. He says it, yeah. We don't forgive others mm -hmm. their trespasses. You won't forgive us when we trespass. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Lord, we come expecting a blessing tonight. I pray that you will keep turning us into replicas of Christ mm -hmm. as we mm -hmm. transform in his image every day. Mm -hmm. Yes. I pray for Brother Given that you will give him clarity mm -hmm. and ability to speak well to be put thoughts he's been meditating on and I pray that he'll be able to present those to us and bring glory to you. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus we pray. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Verses 33 and 37. Mm -hmm. This is a lesson number 213 in this series. John 18:33. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, saying, Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it thee of me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and chief, the chief priests have delivered thee to me. What hast thou done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou seest I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness of the truth. Yeah. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. And we'll take it from there next time. Now, as we uh, go over this passage, let's keep two primary considerations in mind. What we're reading here is how Jesus obeyed the commandment to lay down his life. Yes. He says he obeyed. Uh -huh. That's right. This is how he obeyed. This is also exposing us to the experience of God's elect or how the Father fulfills his will. Yes. How did Jesus obey the will? How did God fulfill the will? This second view is a view of the elect 
First of all, the elect one who is Jesus Christ. And this is how the world responds to the elect, those that are chosen in Christ Jesus. So we're, we're witnessing how the will of God is fulfilled and the circumstances under which it was fulfilled and the things that occurred because it was being fulfilled. Now the following things were experienced by Jesus. Now remember, we're acquainting, it's a, this is acquainting us with the will of God. So this is what Jesus experienced. Mm-hmm. He suffered. That's right. He was despised. Mm-hmm. He was put to grief. This is fulfilling now the That's will right. of God and that involves Christ's obedience. He was not received by his own. He was rejected. He was vilified. He was put to grief. He was not received by his own. He was rejected. He was vilified. He was falsely accused. He was charged with being a Samaritan. He was charged with having a demon. People sought to kill him. He was beaten. He was mocked. He was scourged and was crucified. That's what men did. Obeyed is what Jesus did. Yeah, amen. Fulfilled his will. That's what God did. See, yeah. This is showing here how God works. Yeah. Because when you see this or discern this, it opens up your your own experience of faith and it opens it up. Amen. What's involved in it? This is involved in, in him entering the world as a man. He didn't obey God in heaven. He was yeah, God. Yeah, he he right. was obeyed. He was, right. yeah. it was, so it was a, it was coming down quite a long way to obey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was yeah. not impervious to these experiences. See, yeah, right. he felt all of these. Mm-hmm. He experienced it was real grief. Amen. It was real pain. Mm-hmm. He experienced these things. He had to bear up under them. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. He didn't have omnipotence to uphold him at this time. That he had omnipotence, but this isn't how it was to be used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His omnipotence wasn't to be used to make him impervious to these yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. to these experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now those in Christ we share in yeah. his sufferings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He left some sufferings behind. Yeah, that's right. To be fulfilled by us. He didn't do all the suffering there that was to be done. There's not anyone here who hasn't suffered. Uh-huh. And there's there's a sense says that he was made perfect through suffering. Through suffering. Well, yeah. there's a sense in which we also are we made also perfect are. through right. suffering. Amen. That's right. Because we, we have a fellowship with him in these things. If we're suffering according to the will of God. Yeah, that's right. Yes, amen. Mm-hmm. We talked some about this Lord's Day evening. You remember that mm-hmm. going through the Straits of Magellan, mm-hmm. shall I say, you're learning something. You're yeah. being perfected. It's weaning you from the world. If, yeah. you, if you let these things do their work, they'll wean you from the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The world's not what people think it is. We know it isn't because as soon as you're not of the world, yeah. 
This is what you experience. Yeah. Yeah. The very fact that he was um, omniscient, he had, he he was he was um, still a member of the Godhead. He still was divine. That actually made it more difficult for him to suffer grief and everything. He, he said he never did this in glory. He was God. Well, here he is, and he's suffering as a man. Yeah. And so in that capacity, obedience was, this was the right thing to do, and it was teaching us what... Yeah, see, the same thing that upheld him yeah. upholds us. Amen, that's right. That's what, that's what is to be seen. Mm-hmm. Amen. We, don't, we shouldn't be naive about what's involved in serving yes. God. You know, you can uh, people can paint a rosy picture that everything's just really rosy and nice all the time. Uh-huh. Well, that may sound nice, but for those who really devote themselves to God, that's not the way it works out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Amen. By attention. Because we're not of the world. Yes, amen. We're being prepared for when we leave the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, none of this, of course, is going to be where we're at. Yeah, yeah, amen. And none of this is going to be remembered when we're there. Yeah. You're not going to bring the former things to mind anymore. Why not? Mm-hmm. Because what's there will be so great it will drown out. Mm-hmm. I speak as a man, it'll drown out all of these memories you won't, you won't remember. Amen. Yeah. Now you have to remember it and deal with it, cast it on the Lord, not mm-hmm. for now, but. It's in anticipation of when you will not yes, amen. have to deal with. So when Jesus rose from the dead, he never, he, never again did he deal with anything like this. Right. Yeah. Never right. again. Well, Pilate called Jesus. Now, actually, Pilate was sinning and calling Jesus as though Jesus was subordinate to him. See, he called him like he was a subordinate. Right. Yeah, yeah, he summoned him. But he wasn't. Whatever men may think of Pilate, he was classed along with those who crucified Christ. We read this in a prayer in Acts 4.27. For of a truth against... Now I say this because, see, if you read the text like a man, it doesn't sound like Pilate's against Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. going to say he doesn't find any fault in it. It doesn't sound like he's against it, but here it is. Here's something the Spirit will people say. He was against Jesus. Yeah, yeah, right. Of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, which thou was anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate and the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. Yes, yeah, that's right. So everybody involved in this was against Jesus. That's right. They were yeah. gathered together against Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus. You know, at the at the time of uh, his passion, there, there, all of the world's comfort and benefit was was completely withdrawn. Mm-hmm. There was that he he completely was cut off from the world. It everything in the world was against him. That's right. That's right. There was no comfort. There was no safety. There was no solace. Nothing. The world, its its hatred of God was fully manifested, and there was no place that Christ could turn his eye and receive any comfort. Amen. Mm. Now this uh, this is difficult for some to see, mm-hmm. but this is the way it is. Whoever's not for Jesus 
is against him. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's what Jesus said. That's what he said. He that's not for me, he that's not with me, is against me. So there's no neutrality. When it comes to Jesus, there's no neutrality. It's for or against, with or contrary to. No neutrality. But Satan will lead people to think there is, they're not so bad. They, they will probably eventually turn to the Lord. But, they, but no, they're against. They're against him, contrary to him. Jesus said, he that believeth not is condemned already. Because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So think of somebody tonight that you know. I'm thinking of some people I know that don't believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. The wrath of God is abiding on them like a cloud. Every place yeah. they go, amen. the wrath of God. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's how serious it is. Yes, amen. Not only seems to be against Jesus, some people... Yeah. think that's worse but whoever doesn't believe in him they are his they're his enemy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we were saved from being in the state of being an enemy yes. we were enemies Amen. hostile to God Matthew's record of Jesus birth Jesus Christ says are you the king of the Jews when he asked that he no doubt was a sarcastic type yeah. question he was one he was asking if he was like a competitor of that art thou king of the Jews now the only other places in scripture where Jesus is referred to as king of the Jews where that is used one is the birth of his birth where is he that was born king of the Jews that's the only place in the apostolic writings that we found. The psalmist referred to the coming Messiah as God's king. Yet have I set my king on my holy hill. Speaking of it, Isaiah said it a little bit differently. He said he's the prince of peace, not king of the Jews. The psalmist referred to him as the Lord, the Holy One, the creator of Israel, your king. When Jesus rode into Jerusalem on the fall of an ash, you remember, they said, Blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. Now they were referring to the prophecy of Zechariah, but they didn't mean it like Zechariah meant it. They were thinking of him as a political king. Yeah, that's right. They were thinking he was going to come and take over the kingship of Israel and conquer the world. That's what how they were that's how they thought about him. About Jesus. In fact, the disciples thought about him that way. Yeah. Right up till just before he ascended, they said, Art thou going to restore again the kingdom to Israel? See, they were thinking of him as a political. Yeah, There's right. still people yeah. that think this. They think of Jesus as being a political king in Jerusalem on a physical throne, people flying over there to see him. Mm-hmm. That's how they think of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It's nearly blaspheming. Oh, yeah. We know this. See, he's not to be noted, known as the king of Israel. Mm-hmm. This is an improper perception. Yeah. We know this because 
Paul reasons about this in Roma in uh, Paul Isaiah reasons about this in Isaiah 49.6 this is a revelation it is too small it is too small a thing for you to be my servant to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring those of Israel I kept that's too small that's too small a thinking you probably heard people say well if you were the only one Christ would have died for you that's small thinking that's pitifully small thinking it's not true it was too small Israel when you think of accumulated Israel we're talking about millions and millions of people it's too small that's too small yeah I will give you as a light to the Gentiles that thou might bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. Amen. So my point is that the Holy Spirit didn't encourage people to think of Jesus as King of Israel. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how they were mm-hmm. encouraged to think. Yes. In the Revelation mm-hmm. uh, 15 verse 3 he's called the King of Saints. King of Saints. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 That's an important lesson to learn. Yeah. God doesn't regard kingship as a provincial type concept. Yes. Yeah, it says that he has has a name written on his vesture, King of Kings, King of Kings. and Lord of Lords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's a King of Kings. Yeah. <laughs> So Jesus answers him, Sayest thou this thing of thyself? In other words, and say, Are you saying this on your own initiative? Yeah. Did you think that of yourself? See, from the viewpoint of Pilate, Jesus appears to have been asking if Pilate considered him a competitor. What will Jesus say after this refer? What Jesus says after this confirms this is this is what Pilate was thinking of. Are you a competitor? And you feel well, certainly he's a lowly competitor. I'm not going to have any trouble with this man. Or did others tell this tell thee of me? Jesus didn't make enough of himself known so that the people of Israel would not think of him as a political king. (laughs) After all he did, after all he preached, after all the truth he made known, after all the parables that he gave, they still thought of him at their very best thought. This was their very best thought. They didn't think of him as the son of God or the savior of the world or the redeemer. That's not how they thought of him. Mm -hmm. They thought of him as a political leader. We know that Jesus, when he perceived that they would come and take him by force and make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. It is that he just left. Why? Because Jesus is the truth and he speaks the truth and that thought wasn't true. He also said, I receive not honor from men, but politicians do. Governors, governments, and governors do. They receive honor from men. That's something a political king does and strives to do. 
They actually depend upon it. Pardon? They actually depend upon it. That's right. They depend upon Abraham. Well, that's exactly what Pilate was doing when he he ordered that a man he knew was innocent be crucified. He knew Jesus was was innocent and tried to wash his hands of it. Yes. That that right there shows you know what his verdict was. He found no fault in him. There was no reason for Jesus to be crucified. That's but right. he handed him over to the mob and gave him Barabbas because he didn't want trouble. He didn't want Rome coming in and and being in trouble with them. He purposely, Jesus purposely conducted himself so people wouldn't think of him incorrectly. So if they did, it wasn't because of what Jesus said or because of what Jesus did, it's because of what they imagined all of that. All of that meant. Now that he's exalted to the right hand of God, he's the head over all things, but it's not limited to men, with angels and authorities and powers being subject to him, and these are powers that govern the world around him. They were more than the world could handle. He's the head over them. This is this is still his manner. Amen. He's over. Mm-hmm. So whatever is a troubling factor or something that's not right or something that causes persecution or something that causes sorrow, Jesus is over that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Satan will do his best to make you think he isn't yeah, over right. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do something about this, nothing is going to be done. Mm-hmm. He is over. This is not what he should be. This is what he is. Yeah. It's not without significance that there are still people today that believe Jesus will someday come to earth in a body, reside in Jerusalem, where people can contact him and he'll rule the world. This is a a whole host of songs and choruses about his coming to earth to reign. But the truth is he went to heaven to reign. That's right, amen. People think he's going to rule out of Jerusalem and everybody. Uh, now that, that millennial reigning doctrine actually obscures the scripture to where people, it makes it hard for them to understand what Jesus is talking about. That's right. Like That's exactly right. It's like it clouds it to where now it, you know, it doesn't make sense if he's going to come back and reign from Jerusalem like they all, they, they say it. So it's going to be true. When you read the scriptures, it, you just can't make sense of it. No, it's not true. Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell thee? What is there anything that you would like to say about that that comes to your mind? Mm. This dialogue Pilate had thus far. Well, Pilate was was interrogating Jesus to see if he could find guilt in him. That's right. Now, if he had said that he said it of himself, then he would be. Uh, he would be uh, someone who was 
causing an uprising against the government of Rome because that's who Pilate was representing mm -hmm. and somebody who would be drawing people unto himself in an earthly uh, one place he says if my kingdom were of this world then would my, my servants fight so and that's exactly what Pilate was trying to get at are you yeah. going to be starting trouble here and you're going to try to yeah. take the, the rule of the kingdom? That's right. And then he and then he'd have had he'd have had something that Rome would condemn him for. That's right. He had something legitimate. Yeah, Pilate's not the one that sent for Jesus. I mean, Pilate didn't go send say soldiers, go get that man, he's causing trouble and bring him here. No, the Jews brought him yeah. to Jesus. So so this was, you know, Quite a thing when Jesus asked this question, it caused him to, to have to think about this. That mm -hmm. he, I never, it, we have no indication that he had anything against Jesus at all. No, well, Rome didn't. No, well, they so, had done something about it. And so, just it, it's like him saying, you know, they have the greater sin. They're the ones that instigated all this. He's he's there now. Before this is over with, he's going to have some sin now. He, he did have the authority oh, yes. to let him go, and he did have a witness from his wife that, that he should let her go. Yes. So he's going to become embroidered in this. Mm -hmm. The pilot answers, Am I a Jew? Mm -hmm. This is a sarcastic reply. Yeah, right. In other words, I say, I'm a Jew. I, I am not a Jew, am I? Mm -hmm. Pilate, he didn't have any respect for the Jews. Yeah. His only interest, since the Judas indicated, was that they didn't have an insurrection against the government and then he was concerned about them paying their taxes, this sort of yeah. thing. Now, unlike Agrippa, he took no interest in the Jews at all. We know this because it was reported to the Jews, reported to Jesus that Pilate had mingled the blood of the Galileans with their sacrifices. Pilate, so he wasn't like for the Jews. Right. He was unlike Agrippa in this, in this regard. Because Agrippa took, a, he was a ruler over the Jews, but he was a, took an interest in the Jews. When Paul was before him several years later and gave him his defense before Agrippa, yeah. he said, I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee, touching all the things wherever I'm accused of the Jews, especially because I know thee to be an expert in all customs and questions which are among the Jews. Wherefore, I beseech thee to hear me patiently. So he was a good, uh, he was a good ruler. Yeah. He was over the Jews, so he was a, he knew about their customs and practices. He's an expert in it, and Paul appeals. Yeah. But Pilate wasn't this kind of a leader. And sarcastically, he says, well, your own, your own people delivered you yeah. to me, your own nation. Yeah, let's see. He's, he, he's searching this thing out. Rome was, was really a terrible place. They were ungodly, but, but their laws tended to be yeah, they were just. Good. They were good laws. And so yeah. he knew after Jesus answered that, uh, that, you know, 
he cleared himself of, of anybody's accusation that he was rising up against Caesar in any way. All right. Then it's like, I don't know what, like, I'm not a Jew. What what did you do? Yeah. But, you know, what about your law? What what have you broken? What have you done? What are you guilty of that they're bringing you here to me? Yeah, yeah see, the Roman soldiers didn't go out and arrest him. His own people did. Yeah, right. Yeah. Brother Marty had something there. We, we, we know why they did, but Pilate, mm-hmm. in other words, Pilate was saying he shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. But the Marty had us. Yeah, Pilate was, he really didn't know what was going on. I mean, he was not in the loop on this. Mm-hmm. Speaking as a man, he, he just Pilot. didn't. Pilate. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. He, he just didn't have any knowledge of what the, the Jews were doing, uh, probably concerning anything, let alone concerning Jesus. Mm-hmm. So he's really, he's just, he just wants to know. Yeah. At this point, you can't condemn this man. He just wants to know. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I can't assign any, any, uh, anything of con- com- commendation to Pilate, except for it was his job to keep the peace there as Rome's representative. And the Jews tended to be, well, there were a lot of zealots. There were a lot of, I mean, they, they were not an easy people to rule, but. He was satisfying the requirements of his office and he could care less about the Jews or about Jesus either. It was, he didn't want somebody, you know, we've got a court system. You go to court and they make a decision and then you take it to a higher court and they overrule it. He didn't want to be overruled. He didn't want somebody coming back and saying, I find fault with your judgment here. You should have done this or you should have done that. He wasn't going to get into trouble for it. Now see, he's, he's not asking if Jesus broke one of their laws. Uh-huh. He's asking if he broke one of Rome's laws. Uh-huh. That's, right. that's what he's asking. Yeah. That, that's what, it, what he's asking about. What law have you broken? What Roman law have you broken that requires you to be here? Because the only reason for somebody to be here is they broke the Roman law. Yeah, that's right. Well, he hadn't broke the Roman law. Pilate knows if no Roman law had been broken, he should not have been brought there. Yeah. Behind this, of course, is the fact that God has sent Jesus to lay down his life for many. That's why he was delivered up, confirming that sin and transgression was the issue, not breaking the law. Sin and transgression. The ones confirmed... The times confirmed this people were the most spiritually advanced people in the world. Of all the world, this is the best people here. Yeah, that's right. Who had been chosen by God, given the law by God, and if yeah. they if they were defiled, we don't even have to talk about the rest because yeah. they were the best of people in the face of the earth, so far as morality was concerned. Sin was the issue. So Jesus says, my kingdom, he didn't say shall be, my kingdom is yeah. uh-huh. not of this world. 
the mother verse read my kingdom is not from this world which is the sense of it my kingdom doesn't originate from this world my kingship does not derive its authority from this world my kingdom doesn't belong to this world my kingdom kingship royal power belongs not to the world my kingship doesn't have to do with the world even though I'm over all things but my kingship my work my assignment my reign even though he has authority over the world that's not the point of his reign the point of his reign is is another kingdom it's not of the world now this this still is a kind of a thorny subject for many people what about those that take worldly principles and apply them to Christian living? All right, if Christ's kingdom is not of this world, didn't come from this world, doesn't derive its strength from this world, what about people that use worldly principles to try and correct yeah. and aid the people yeah. of God? Yeah. Well, it's wrong. What should we say of those who in the name of Jesus emphasize life in this world? And if you are exposed to any kind of media representations of Jesus, about 99% of it has to do with life in this world. And how you ought to react in this world. If his kingdom is not from this world or of this world, well, what about that? Well, the scriptures say that we were we're in the world, but not of the world. world. Our relationship to the world is to subject it. Whatever influence we have is subjected to God in Christ. That's right. Amen. Amen. So when it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, that's that's something that's not of this world that you're seeking. Uh, Mm -hmm. You're seeking something that's above is it possible that King Jesus undergirds such approaches if his kingdom is not of the world? Jesus says, if my kingdom were of this world, he wouldn't be standing before Pilate. <laughs> That's right. His disciples in such a case would have Thought and Jesus would never have been arrested. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Peter would have been able to take them all out with one sword. That's right. right. Yeah. When Jesus said, "I am He," they wouldn't have got up. That's right. <laughs> See, if Jesus' kingdom were of this world, yeah. Paul wouldn't have encountered the opposition he no. encountered. No. Yeah. All the things that he lists there in Second Corinthians eleven, mm-hmm. all that he suffered. He wouldn't have suffered any of those things if Christ's kingdom was of this world. But there are people that uh, they reason as though his kingdom is of this world. They want Jesus to settle all of their hardships and difficulties. But they're thinking thinking wrong. They're thinking they're skewed. What? Those difficulties are perfecting us. Amen. Yeah. Those hardships are 
fine-tuning us. They're making us fit for the kingdom of God because they're, t they're showing us this world, you don't want to be part of this world order because this is how the world reacts to people who are in Christ Jesus. Yes. Amen. John would never have been on the Isle of Patmos if Christ's kingdom were of the world. But now, but now. Yes. About 80 years ago, there was a man in Germany who tried to create a kingdom of God on earth, and he had the backing of a major religious organization. And uh, he uh, went around persecuting Jews, and he claimed to be a Christian. But he tried to set up a kingdom of God on earth. And have been actually some of the reformers approached uh, merging Christianity with uh, politics. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but the guy at Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, and other people who tried to set up to merge politics and religion and set up a kingdom here on earth by enforcing um, the Old Testament laws and putting to death people who yeah. keep those kind of things. I'm saying that's not that's not what the Bible teaches. That's yeah. right. That happened in our country. Yeah. <laughs> that happened in our country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now is my kingdom not from the end, yes. not from this yeah. realm. That's right. Now the use of the word now uh -huh. does not suggest that there's going to be a future kingdom, but now, now right now, uh -huh. it's not, but there's going to be a time when that is going to, that's not what, what yeah. this means. Right. It is yeah. rather, he is rather revealing that commencing at this time mm -hmm. God's will will be done in meticulous detail without any interference at all from men. Now, and this has to do with Jesus laying down his life. Yes. Now, mm -hmm. you're going to see the government of God in a different perspective now. Uh -huh. They're going to fight against my, myself. Mm -hmm. But what's going to happen is the will of God is going to be done and it's not going to be hindered or delayed yes. in any way. Amen. This is how God rules. His will will be done on earth at this time. His will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Now prior to this, it was done on earth, but not as it is in heaven. Yes. But no. here it is as it is in heaven. Absolutely without any hindrance or obstacle or effective opposition at all. Now following Christ's enthronement in the right hand of God, God will work in His people like He had never worked before. Yes, amen. In any other people. Even Noah, Enoch, Moses, the prophets. He's working now in people in a different manner than he ever worked with anybody Amen. before. He's now, what he's doing, he's perfecting the people here for there. Yes. Amen. 
and no one in heaven has ever questioned his reign. Yeah. Amen. Anyone else want to say something about it? Okay. Yeah, Pilate seems he's he's rather removed in his approach. He he's actually addressing Jesus indirectly, not directly. And Jesus in his response is compelling him to a direct response. Yeah. Who told you? Where are you give, gathering this? The kingdom of heaven is going to advance, and it does matter where Pilate stands on that. Not because Pilate is going to make it happen or stop it from happening, but because Jesus is a light to the Gentiles. And when you read, when you listen to how Jesus is speaking to Pilate, yeah. he's actually compelling him. He's, he's calling him out of what he is... Uh, yeah, he's ex- he's exposing them to the truth. That's he right. is, yeah. 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 Amen. Now the blending, you already went over this, the blending of godly principles with with matters of this world. See, it can be very deceiving. I mean, there was a man who wrote the, the, a book about positive thinking, thinking for a rich. Norman Vincent P. Yeah, and, and so he tried to incorporate some principles of the kingdom and brought them in to, yeah. to everyday life, say, see, we can. If you just think like this, you'll you'll go, yeah. you'll get rich. Well, what, what kind of riches are you really seeking? Are you seeking to have a whole yeah. bunch of money here? Or are you thinking of being rich in God? Now, see, there's that you know the, the godly principles are real and they are right and they should be pursued. But see, it's not that you can satisfy your own lust. Yeah. This is not what it's for. And so when that happens. The, the tendency is is that you're 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 distracted from your real goal in Christ into uh, um, just this present world, this, this yeah. being able to have enough today. And you know, anyway, I, I can see how that's you know, the, the, Jesus, like you said, he's going to have to he he's going to talk about being serious. Jesus is going to the cross, and he knows it. Yeah. And they, they, that's why he came. Yeah. And so, what a what you know, this was an attempt. The enemy's trying to distract him, pull him off of his of, of what he's really doing here. But Jesus won't have none of it. He's he's not distracted by this. Yeah. At this point, the enemy thought he was in control. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. Satan had no idea why Jesus was here. Yeah. yeah. He had no idea why Jesus was here. But he had a very good idea that it was he wasn't like him. That's right. Amen. Amen. To this end was I born. Yeah. For this cause came I into the world. This is why I was born. That I should bear witness, I can't in the world, that I should bear witness under the truth. In other words, it read, testify to the truth, to give witness to what is true. This was the truth as defined by God Almighty. Truth as defined by God is eternal. It doesn't, doesn't pass away, it doesn't change, it doesn't grow doesn't advance, doesn't diminish in like God is eternal so he testified to the truth think, think about Jesus' testimony to the truth 
He told him the truth about God. He told him the truth about himself. He told him the truth about their religious leaders. He told them the truth about why they did not believe and receive them. He told them the truth about what is involved in being saved. He told them the truth about the impacting of impaction of believing on him. He told them the truth about who did not believe on him. He told them the truth about the scheduled ends of the world. He told them the truth of what will take place in the day of judgment. He told them the truth concerning human debilities and how demons can alter how people act in their physical physical condition, Mm -hmm. doing it totally without the consent of the people. He told the people this. He told the people who he was. Uh He told the people who sent him. He told the people why he was sent. Mm -hmm. He told them what happened when men died, Mm -hmm. citing two specific men, Lazarus and the rich man, where they were, what their condition was, and how their conditions couldn't be changed. He told them that the Queen of Sheba, the city of Nineveh, and Tyre and Sidon would raise up on the day of judgment and condemn that generation which he was speaking to. He told them about the imminent destruction of Jerusalem. Amen. However, none of these words moved the people. That's right. Amen. That's right. Nobody had ever spoken like this before. And that's just some things I could think of off the top of my yeah. head. Yeah. See how thorough he says, I come to testify to the truth. He mm-hmm. did testify to the truth. Amen. That's what yes. he did. Yeah. Amen. Amen. This proved that both men and angels mm-hmm. proved to both men and angels that men have to be recreated. Yeah. Amen. Here was God manifest in the flesh, told them all these things that they wouldn't have known otherwise. Nobody picked up on it. No one understood it. We don't need any further truth, not any further evidence. That proves men have to be born again. And as much as Christ is in you, you'll testify of the truth too. Oh, yes. That's it's exactly the truth. Amen. We're of the truth. Amen. Yes. Amen. Everyone that is of the truth hears my voice. Some words of the NIV says everyone who's on the side of truth listens to me. That here doesn't mean just like you heard this said. Uh-huh. It means you lean forward and pay attention and listen. Every lover of what is true gives ear to my voice, and all who are of the truth hear me. All right, we we all know some people that don't pay attention to what Jesus says. Why don't they? They're not of the truth. Yeah. That's why they don't. Yeah. And a person has to face that because some of these people are close to us, you know. Yeah. But they're still not of the truth. There are yeah. people close to Jesus. His brothers, at one time, half brothers, were not of the truth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He recognizes. The people that listen to Jesus, they've received the love of the truth. That's right. Amen. The people who don't listen to Jesus, they haven't received the love That's of the right. truth. That's right. Amen. 
and God says they didn't re- because they didn't receive it, He's going to damn them. That's right. Amen. That's yes. what He said. Yes. Look at Thessalonians. That's Amen. what He said. Yes. Yeah. And we gladly, those who know the truth, gladly, you're glad. Yeah. Haven't you experienced this, brothers and sisters, yes. that when some yes. truth registers on your spirit, yeah. it makes you glad? Well, Amen. Yes. You rejoice. Amen. Yes. And you saw it. Amen. Amen. Yet you received it. Amen. Never the world, on the other hand, says the world cannot hate you, but me it hateth, yeah. because I testify of it, that That's the works right. thereof are evil. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them, or expose them. Mm-hmm. Man's reaction to the truth is spoken by Jesus is the basis for divine judgment. See, so it isn't just that they did something yeah. immoral. Yeah. Drunkard, fornicator, sodomy, what this is the reason for condemnation. Not receiving the love of the truth. That's right. Not listening. Amen. To Jesus. Are you aware of the fact, I'm sure you are, that untold numbers of professing Christians have very little idea of what Jesus said when uh-huh. he was here. Because yeah. yeah. it was very, very thorough. It was almost like a condensing yeah. of truth. But very few people, mm-hmm. professing Christians, have an acceptable view of what Jesus said. Yeah. Jesus said, whoever's of the truth, here's my voice. Mm-hmm. See, no person is guaranteed multiple exposures to the truth. Yeah, yeah that's right. Amen. You might think, well, maybe later on, no, but well, yeah. maybe not, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe that exposure was it. Yeah. Maybe that was it. This is how you, you're dealing with God. See, we're not That's dealing right. with psychological principles. We're dealing with God here. Amen. And when God sends the truth to someone, That's right. you read through the book of Acts, you've got multiple yes. examples of truth being exposed to people. Uh-huh. Most of the people, the first time they heard it, they believed. There were other people, the first time they heard it, they rejected it. Now, you may assume that they'll hear, they're going to hear it again, but maybe they won't. Yeah, that's right. They are, you, when you hear the truth, you've got to think in this manner. I may never hear this again. Amen. Yes. Take a hold of it. Yeah, that's right. And keep it. You won't, have to, you won't have to hear it over and over and over yes. if you hide it in your heart. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And let it sink down as Jesus said into your ears. That is what hearing his word means. That's right. Because if, if it's if just you were in the same room as everybody else, well, that's not going to be enough. No. I can remember years ago, um, you were preaching a sermon, you were talking in the end. I don't know if this was your invitation, but you were talking about the, the person driving home in their car, if they didn't respond, if they ignored the word, the preaching of the gospel. And you said you wouldn't even write with them because the <laughs> condemnation of God was on them because they didn't receive the word. Yeah. And so the, the, the thing is, is that people they don't know how serious this is to reject I know Christ. It. I know you it. reject Him, God had, God rejects you. 
Apostle Paul's words to Timothy when he said, I charge you in the presence of God who gives life to all things and of Christ Jesus who testified the good confession before Pontius Pilate that you keep the commandment without stain or reproach until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now that's how God viewed that when when Jesus said what he did to Pilate. Yes. Yeah. It was a confession. That's right. Amen. Good, good
talk about the negative aspects. I, I, in other words, if, if you don't, if you tell someone if you don't believe this is going to happen, we live in a generation that says that's negative, and, oh, yeah. and, and you're you're really making people feel bad. But see, the people that love you the most are the people that will tell you the truth. That's right. The way things really are going to be if, if a certain thing happens. That be the, I would imagine my mother would say, it's okay, I know it's rat poison, but I love you, you can do whatever you She would stop you, right? Yeah. Because she knows what's going to happen if you eat the rat poison. And so see, this, the, the faithful ministers, they, they tell you what you need to be saved and be be right with God and, and live yes. for Him. Amen. When someone says that's negative, say, no, that is positively the truth. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for your lesson. Amen. Okay, one of the the many points that uh, are particularly pertinent to our prayers together is this matter of Jesus being the king over all things. That all power, dominion, authority, it belongs to him. It's not... It isn't a delegated authority. It it's an, uh, an earned. It's a deserved. It's a, a birthright, if you will, authority. It's who he is. And so, as we pray and bring our request to the Lord, we want to honor him in that capacity by believing that first he will direct us in our request. So that we can pray according to the will of God and that God the Father would be pleased with the things that we ask, uh, the things that we say. You want to be pleasing to God whenever you approach him. Yeah. Uh, not, not thinking about me, thinking about him. And it gives God glory whenever people believe what he has testified. Yes, now, he's testified yeah, yeah. of his son. And the Son has testified of the Father that there is one God, one Creator, one uh, one Christ, one Savior, one Spirit, one Baptism, one Faith. It's, this is it's all wrapped up in God and the Son. So there is nothing that we could ask that could be outside of His dominion. Are beyond his power. So, as we ask for wisdom in our request, he has power. Jesus has made unto us wisdom that uh, that he will direct us so that even as Christ would have prayed, we will pray, and that we will have the faith that honors God and honors Christ. Amen. Yes, amen. So, and of course, we always ask that the Lord will open up these things further to our understanding. And so, who will? I mean, who would like to? If you have any requests or anything, yeah, so that, needful, just. I, I like. God is pouring out judgments on. Yeah. In an unprecedented way, and I'd like to pray that. Uh, God's people would be protected and that 
there would be a sensitivity that these things would be associated with the God that's governing the world. And it's not just... Satan can't unloose stuff like this at will. You understand? I trust everybody understands that. Satan functions under God. He can't do this stuff. But these are destructive, they're unprecedented, they're judgments. And they're they're happening just like Jesus said they were going to happen. Yes, yes. Amen. Men's hearts failing them for fear. You don't know what's going to happen in some of these areas. See, so this, the God's people need to be praying about this. Yes. Amen. And if uh, wherever repentance is required, that people would associate. You know, some people that can should be able to associate this. I need I need to repent and get myself yes. right with God. Yes. Amen. And you've got incidents in Israel's histories in yes. the Bible for you to read that this kind of thing happened when yeah. they when they yeah. didn't obey God and follow them. this kind of the thing with that's happening now in our country. This yeah. kind of thing happened mm-hmm. in Israel, and uh, so okay. I'm, I'm concerned that we pray about that, and also that we pray for our fellowship here. And it would and it would continue. Yes. God would lead us and speak to people and lead people to us. Yes, Amen. For His glory. That's and right. We would be able to be a beacon of brightly shining light in this generation. Amen. Amen. Brother Marty, have I just wanted to say a word about the conditions in North Korea? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They've got a political leadership in place. They've set themselves up as... Well, there's a man who set himself up as a king. And he actually draws upon some aspects of of the Christian faith, but he's he's subverted it to himself. And he's considered a god. Oh, he he is making people uh, worship him. That's right. And it's an extremely violent culture in that... uh, you, know, you don't have any choice in the matter. Uh, they're relentless. They persecute anybody that attempts to bring the word uh, or any semblance of, uh, of our uh, religion into that country. And I just pray that uh, the Lord will take care of us. Amen. That he'll change their hearts and that uh, those people can be redeemed. Uh, it's a very, very dark place. And it wasn't always that way. When South Korea and North Korea split, they, they were it was, it was open. This was an open country. Yes. You know, in, among the minor prophets, especially, there were a number of denunciation of foreign countries and kings. Yeah. Weren't Jewish. So God, you're right. God sees this. Yeah. Sees this type of thing. He rebuked, the prophets would rebuke heathen nations that they didn't have mercy mm-hmm. and that they abused his people. He'd, he'd, he'd do this. Yeah. He still, this is God. This is the way yeah. he is. Is there anybody else? Uh, my sister and her husband uh, do a mission work in India and they're in Malaysia right now on the way back to India and uh, talk about countries, India is uh, uh, evicting people that are Christians and um, they're not giving uh, 
what do you call it, visas to people that are Christians. And uh, so it, it's really becoming hard for them to do their work in India. And uh, just what if I do? Amen. As an Indian? I worked with a man taught in a seminary in India, southern India. What and part I, is? What is what uh, part? Chennai, Angola. Well, it's on the uh, eastern side of India. Okay, but south or, or desert it's, area? It's like the central eastern on the ocean yeah. side. Okay, okay. But this brother's going to be here oh. and visit us because it's Brother Thomas. He's going to be here and visit, and uh, I had a good experience with him. Yeah. But India's, all, not all of India, that northern India, they have tribes like heathen, like you think he's the African tribes, they got them in India, in the north part. Then the south part, they're highly educated, then there's different levels. It's a different kind of a country. So this but, but, uh, to get your visa to go to India, can appreciate out for a brief period was imprisoned in India over a visa problem. Yeah. So yeah. See that some of our brothers and sisters life is hard. Yeah. You're right, we pray for them. Alright. Go ahead then brother. Our Holy Father in heaven, we thank you that you've given us your word. We thank you, Father, that we have the witness in ourselves by your Spirit that your word is truth and unbreakable. So, Lord, we pray that you would help us, that you would increase our faith, that our prayers to thee would be even as the prayers of your Son, who knew always that you heard him when he prayed. Father, I pray that you would grant us wisdom and that you would give us understanding that when we bring requests and praises and thanksgivings to thee, that we would do so in a manner that would be well-pleasing to thee, that it would be, as it were, a sweet savor unto thee whenever our prayers rise. Father, we pray for the things that were mentioned here this night. We ask, Father, that the people would would uh, that you would address the the grossness of our hearts even as it is said of Israel that they they waxed fat and they kicked against the holy one of Israel lord you've blessed us with many many things and father i pray that you give us repentance that we might turn and be thankful and acknowledge that every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. Father, we also ask that uh, 
with these judgments, that they would not just be physical judgments, but that you would purge from our land this flood of wickedness that has overtaken us. Yes. Father, the, the gross immorality, the hardness of heart, the blasphemies that are prevalent in this nation, we hate them, Father. And we ask that, that you would give strength to your people, that you would open up doors of opportunity, that the gospel might go forth and change those hearts that are honest and good. And that, Father, iniquity would be, would be put away from us. That as a nation, we would, we would turn our, our backs, as it were, on iniquity and refuse it and subdue it. Father, we ask for the fellowship here and for the fellowships everywhere where you have put this spirit in them, given them a work to do. We pray that you would open up doors for those, those works to be made manifest and to operate and to be effectual. And we pray that you would help us to be uh, a comfort to the missionaries and to the brethren whom you've given us to know. We pray especially for the country of India, that light has entered into India. Father, now the, the darkness seems to be pushing back. I pray, Father, that you would prevail there and that you would be with your people, protect them, and cause the light to overtake the darkness. Father, we want to be pleasing to thee, as do all of your people who serve thee in truth. Show us, Father, show us and give us grace that we might follow faithfully. For we ask it in the name of Christ with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Father in heaven, we lift up all those that you have placed the call and burden to preach your gospel in areas that are facing vehement persecutions we pray that you would break the chains of darkness and that just as you you gave strength to your apostles to endure hardship even with the praise of christ in their mouths that you would sustain the joy of your servants and that others would be freed of their spiritual bondage by beholding christ and hearing the power of the gospel proclaimed we pray for their own wisdom and protection. And in the, in the case of uh, Sister Roxy and Brother Kurt, mm -hmm. as just as you opened prison bars, uh, you opened prison doors uh, to, to give freedom to those that you were empowering to preach, we pray that you would make the way for these brethren mm -hmm. and that you would also continue to feed and sustain them that they may be an encouragement to those believers that labor beside them and who, uh, who are strengthened by their fellowship. We pray this on behalf of, of all those who are, who are risking their own lives and laying them down in order to, uh, to be faithful to your call. And for those believers, all of us who are, are standing strong in the faith, in the place that you've planted us, oh Lord, may we not diminish in any way our our voice but rather give full proclamation to Christ Jesus unashamedly and be united with all believers 
wherever we meet them. And Father, we, we ask this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, because he has forgiven us our sins, and that we, we want to uh, stand before you, faultless and blameless, and, and have Christ unashamed of us when we stand before you. Mm-hmm. We pray this in his name. Amen. 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 Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we are mindful of our brethren all over the world right now that are suffering persecution in your name. Lord, we know that you were made perfect through suffering. We know that our sufferings that we partake of in Christ, they, they, uh, that they also perfect us too. But Lord, I pray that... Um, that these brethren would be mindful of the of the words that you spoke to the church in Smyrna, that that they wouldn't fear any of the things that they're suffering, and that uh, that they would be faithful unto death, that they would look for the hope of the crown of life that they'll receive. We ask this in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. 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 situations that, that they're in, the Father, that 
that they would be able to preach Christ and, and, um, and be um, have have free course. Father, we ask for that when when uprisings do happen, that Father, that you would you would take care of them. Father, we we we, we confess, Father, that, that we, we are very thankful that people came and was and, and, and brought the truth to us. Father, we know that Lord that you can do this. You can you are greater than their circumstance, and we ask that you would be with them. Father, we also ask, Lord, for um, the renewal that's coming up. The Father, as, as people make preparation for it, that you would um, you would make this Father a, a a a very profitable time. Father, we thank you, Lord, for for giving us these kinds of things while we're still here. Father, we ask, Lord, uh, that you would be with Brother Gibbon. We thank you for the words you've given him and that he's been faithful to to bring to us. Help us, Father, to not let them go, that we would consider them and um, other that they would be added to our faith. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. 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 Our dear Heavenly Father, we are thankful that you have given us this meeting tonight and we're thankful for Brother Gibbons' insights and that you have given him the ability to express them to us. And we're, we ask that you would continue to give him strength in his body and his mind also. Dear Lord, I want to remember Sister Joe's sister and brother-in-law I ask that you would protect them. I ask that you would help them to be able to do your work that is laid upon their hearts, that you would make a way for them to be able to do your will. I also ask for Korea, that you would protect those people, protect the, protect your people, the ones who desire to serve you. And I also ask, also ask that you would, throughout the whole world, that you would make those who oppose you to where they would never oppose you. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. 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 Father, in 1 Kings chapter 17, uh, Elijah uh, raised the uh, body of the dead boy and then as a result, she returned her to her to her mother, and then she said, I can now see that your words are true. Mm. Father, I ask, Father, that you take your body of Christ and create in us such a firestorm that we proclaim the goodness of God throughout this world. Mm-hmm. Father, I ask that it become so visible that people will turn from darkness to light. Father, I ask that you create in us the ability to speak your words into every situation so that we're the dead church like Ahab and Jezebel was. Not a one of them would step forward until after the fire came and sucked up the offering. Father, Father, I ask, Father, for a mighty wind to go across this country to bring about courage that we seem to lack in this day and time. Father, I ask that you raise up men and women to enter into government, to enter into business, to enter in 
to education, to enter into every aspect of this life that have nothing in common with this world, but everything that lives and breathes and has its being in Christ Jesus. Yes. Father, let them now be mighty people that go forward now. Father, because I tell you what, the dead things of this world is the only things we hear about, Father. I ask now that you proclaim, make supernatural things happen so people can now start saying again. Father, we do not accept the negative things, but we accept what your will is on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. Father, and I pray that you take this body of believers now, Father, and you do in us and through us more than we can hope, think, or imagine. Father, give us new ideas on how to proclaim your goodness in Joplin, Missouri. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. 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 Dear Lord in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thank you for all that you have given us and all the blessings you have bestowed upon us. And I ask that you be with my sister and my brother, but even more so, I ask that you be with your believers in India, the Chittapalis and Fanny and Molly, and help them to keep professing your word and to spread them among all those in India and help them to become believers and to be saved. In Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to pray right now for the situation in Israel and the government's just pretty much resigned and waiting for a new election. But I pray you protect the people of the country of Israel as they're being assaulted by Syria and Iran and people in the Gaza Strip. I want to pray you'll open their eyes so they can see who Jesus is. I want to pray that you'll, as you keep on doing judgments on the earth, to give people to open their eyes. Lord, we believe and we, we love the truth and we can see what's happening. That this is just the Things that you said would happen right before Jesus comes back. But we ask you to increase our faith. Or you said that there would be people who would shine like stars mm -hmm. towards the end. And Lord, I believe we're living in the last day. We ask that you, you would give us the courage and the strength to let our light shine brightly. Mm -hmm. We can tell people what you've done for us and how that people can turn to you. And have their sins forgiven and they can have a new purpose in life. Lord, I pray for the missionaries that we have in different places in India and Africa and around the world, that you will give them courage that they won't they won't shut up. They will continue preaching the truth. I pray you meet their needs and the physical needs and the food and the shelter and the pray that you make it so that the Different, different government entities will not harass them. Yes. So they won't be stuck in prison unless it's an opportunity where they can share the gospel more. The Lord, there's uh, people around the world who are every day trying to proclaim the truth. And we ask that you would 
we have blessed their work. And, uh, many people have deceased their planet, and many people have turned to their human faith and belief. I pray for our fellowship that we would increase in our faith and our love for one another and service to one another. I thank you for this country. Uh, Lord, there's a great civil war happening right now in this country and uh, ideas. Lord, we want to turn to you and proclaim that you you are our Lord and your word is what we're going to obey. Amen. And I ask that you give us strength and courage to live for you and not be ashamed of you. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 Yeah. A change of heart by the Holy Spirit yes. in this evil man. 
Lord, we pray that you would bring freedom to these people and bring the truth of the gospel to them. Lord, you made us. We are yours. No others. We desire that all people would be made sheep of your pasture. Yes. Lord, we love you and we praise you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our Heavenly Father, tonight we thank Thee for prayer, for access to the throne of all grace. And tonight I pray that you'll hear these petitions that have been raised up tonight. Make us a powerful praying unit. You said if two or three will agree if touching anything on earth it'll be done well we have more than two or three mm-hmm. grant us to be bound together with the cords of love and faith yeah. to pray powerfully we do pray for those in other nations that are oppressed many of your saints are suffering for righteousness sake pray that you'd uphold them rebuke those who persecute them Give them some rest from trouble. Command it to be so. May there be a a spread of conversions in these countries. Raise up mighty men of God that will be able to turn many to righteousness. And we pray for our own country that at this present time appears as though they're undergoing some judgments in a section, certain sections of the country. Mm-hmm. I pray that this would awaken yes. the people. It's high time to wake out of sleep, mm-hmm. knowing that our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Grant us to excel as individuals and as a body during this time, especially during this time, to be a bright and shining beacon of light. Open doors of opportunity for us. Bring people to us. Mm-hmm. Lead people to lead us to people. We want to be ambassadors, servants in your hand, representatives of Jesus, citizens of the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. whose light is brightly shining. Bind us together, Heavenly Father, and grant us grace to not be discouraged or cast down. Yes. But to thank Thee with insight and with heart that our God is King Mm -hmm. and Ruler, and our Lord Jesus Christ is over all power and over all principalities and powers to remember this and to rely upon it and to pray with these things in mind. Now we ask your blessing on us as we depart and we thank you, Father, for being with us tonight Mm -hmm. for the various comments and contributions that brothers and sisters have given. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
that uh, Saints meeting tomorrow night, which is the blending of the men and women's meeting. Here at the building at 6.30, we'll be eating food. <laughs> food. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yes, it was. That's eating crow or eating your word. Yeah. 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 Yeah.